Hey Nick, it's the Preston and Steve hey, show. Hey. Hey. Your buddy, your buddy Matt got in touch with us, right, and said that uh, you're getting married and you guys are doing the bachelor party. So uh, we just wanted to say congratulations, you and your bride to be, Taylor. Man, would I like to get me some of that? <laughs> well, I got me some of that. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah, congratulations. Have fun tonight, man. Enjoy. You rock. Thanks for yeah. listening. Fun. Congratulations. Go Phils. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. That I just happen to be the greatest wrestling machine alive. It's all here. Universal Wrestling Podcast. I like this kind of party, baby. And now, here are your hosts. Alex Sacco. And Nick Dieterdien. Hello and welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Unlike the WWE we have an off season. We took a few weeks off. We had two bachelor parties, our buddies and my bachelor party. And we promised you an episode in ocean city, Maryland. Well, Sacco, <laughs> we, we couldn't do that. We couldn't do that. It would have been really bad. It would have just not been a good conversation. We were uh, enjoying our time. You know, we had a few days off. We just wanted to chill, hang out with the boys, drink some beers. What? what? Go to the bar. What? what? Sing some karaoke. What? what? We had a good time, Sacco. How you doing? And how you feeling, man? I'm still not 100% <laughs> back to normal. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm yeah. about 75%. Yeah, yeah. Getting there. I mean, wow, damn, Ocean City, Maryland will never be the same ever again. Again. <laughs> yeah. After we left there. Yeah, but it was fun, man. We went there. What was it? It was Thursday to Sunday, and uh, we, we got a bus. We had like 14 guys down there, and we just went out. We went on a booze cruise. We drank some beers, and uh, it was just a lot of fun, man. We played a lot of games. We just, uh, you know, did what dudes do when, you know, we, when there's nothing we, else to do, drink. I mean, they were, they wanted a live episode, but yeah, it just, it just couldn't happen, happen, dude. Our fans wanted it, 13, 12 other guys every night asking us, and I was yeah, like, it's, yeah. up, it's up to Nick, and Nick just looked at me like, not happening. Not <laughs> happening. Dude, I wasn't there mentally, you know, like it's, no. it's tough to drink every day and try uh. and do something proactive there was no way i was going to set my computer up set my mic up and have a conversation without interruption so i'm glad we didn't do it i'm glad we're back in the uh the living room or the kitchen or your home studio doing this um we just want to say we appreciate your patience we know it's been a few weeks but we needed to uh rejuvenate ourselves we needed to take a little break see how things were and uh we're back, baby. All right, let's get into it. We're going to preview and predict WrestleMania backlash. And we got a few other things coming up on the program. Let's crack open a cold one and let's talk about Daniel Bryan and what's next for him and his career. Crack open a cold one. Sacco, what are you drinking? I'm drinking some more cowbells, baby, from the Dogfish Brewery. It's a 9.4%. It's a hazy orange gold, and it's something we had down on our way to Maryland. We stopped at Dogfish Head. Yep, we got a few. 
I enjoyed it. So I think, you know what? We might as well debut it on the show and give Dalton a shout out. There great time, go. great brewery. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying this, man. What are you sipping on? Yeah. I'm drinking something from the same brewery. Hazy. Oh, dude. It's an hazy IPA. It is really good. And it's a 7.1. It's just, it's just really good. It's gold. It's hazy. A little bit of citrus, a little bit of grapefruit, a little bit of what? A little bit of pineapple. What? A little bit of mango. It's uh, it's really good, man. And like you said, that was awesome. Let's give a shout out to uh dogfish. It was in Delaware. Do you know where I forget? Was it Milton? Yeah, Milton, I think it was. I'm okay. not too sure, but <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. So let's get time. into it. So DB versus Roman Reigns a couple weeks ago on SmackDown for the Universal Championship. DB lost. And the match, the stipulation was loser leaves SmackDown. I will say this, and I'll probably say it more than once. The key word here is SmackDown. DB lost. He's off of SmackDown. What is his current situation? I mean, that match was really good and uh, that's saying a lot because smackdown has been has been the a show for a couple months now maybe you know even a couple years but he's had such a great career dude i mean he could go to japan he could go to aew but again key word here sacco is smackdown what do you think what is his current situation what is next for daniel freaking brian yeah, I mean, that match was great. You pointed out it was a great match. But what an excellent Daniel Bryan is what I think. I mean, I picked them to win the Royal Rumble and to go over at WrestleMania and be champion. So when they made this match two weeks ago, loser leaves SmackDown, I was like, this is how Daniel Bryan's going to go off, Yeah, be written off, because I really think Daniel Bryan's in dad mode. I don't think wrestling's yeah. on, on his card anymore. I just think he's ready to... Uh, be part time. I don't even know part time. Maybe yeah, he just yeah. doesn't want to wrestle anymore. I, th- in my personal opinion, I think we've seen the last of Daniel Bryan. Well, I'll bring it up again. I mean, his career in the WWE is one of the best I've ever seen, and he's probably one of my favorites, top five, to be honest. But as a, a superstar, as a wrestler, whoever, whatever you want to call them, they still have bucket lists, and he's still, you know, at that age where he can compete. You don't think he goes to Japan? I, in my opinion, I don't think there's no way he goes to Impact. I mean, that's just off the list. Um, does he go to Japan to uh, main event that, uh, you know, that stadium, that famous stadium that I don't know the name to? But what do Tokyo, you think? Tokyo, Tokyo Dome. Dome. Thank you. Does he main event Tokyo Dome, sort of like Chris Jericho? Is there something for him, or do you really think? He is in dad mood. God, that's the fucking greatest point you ever brought up because I totally yeah. can see him being Jericho. <laughs> Hold on, say that again. I said, God, that's the best point you ever brought up on this show because I can totally see him made it yeah, yeah. doing the Tokyo Dome like Jericho did. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to stick to my guns and say he's done. I, I, yeah. I truly think he's going to. I mean, yeah. I, I would love to see him stick around the business and be like creative, a manager for somebody, but we kind of seen that when he was on the sidelines with his neck when he was the, you know, commissioner of SmackDown. So, yeah. But, but you don't think there's any indications that he's going somewhere else. I mean, if you think about it. Raw's pretty dry right now. And they yeah. Could, they need something. They could use somebody, but as Daniel Bryan ran its course, I mean, he was never a big yeah. guy. He was never a big guy, Vince, you know, yeah. it, it took the fans to get him over at Wrestle that WrestleMania yep. New Orleans, Michael Cole's greatest call. Yeah. But I tap do. out Batista, <laughs> tap out Batista, dude. You're so right. I love a lot of hate on Michael Cole. I know we're getting sidetracked here, but uh, Michael Cole's the man. Now, let me ask you this 
he is not over like you brought up. He's not over like he was before. So I don't know if he's going to help Raw or help an NXT because God forbid they need it. I mean, I, I, I would love to see him main event the Tokyo Dome. I don't think he's going to go to AEW. He's kind of like John Cena. He's kind of like Randy Orton, you know, like they're never going to leave the WWE. I don't think he is. And if he does, then that would be breaking news. And that would be, you know, pretty cool because he's doing his own thing. Unlike a lot of people that, you know, stick with the WWE. But again, I'm getting off topic. At the end of the day, you think DB kind of like Brie mode, but in dad mode. Yeah. And another thing I like to point out, which I wish he would come back from my gut say he's going dad mood. His last championship run on SmackDown as a heel yeah. was pretty bad. The planet championship with Eric Rowan. You re- you remember that? Yeah. And I don't, I don't th- agree with you, but I do remember that. Yeah. I don't think, I think he needs another run at one more title run. That's why I picked him to win the rumble back when we made rumble predictions. Uh, I thought he could shoot one over there and had one more face title run. Yeah. yeah. But obviously that didn't happen. So, like I said, I, all these interviews he's done, he's talking about, you know, retiring, like being a dad, being there yeah. for his kids. So I'm going to trust his word, and I'm going to say Daniel Bryan's done. Yeah, I mean, at this point, with that kind of injury, I know that he was cleared, and he wrestled for longer than anyone expected. So I respect that. I dig that. If he wants to end his career now, I'd rather him do that than come back every year like The Undertaker, right? Like, this is a way to end your career. But losing to Roman Reigns, that ain't bad, dude. That's a good match to end your career. Thank God it wasn't like Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle. I mean, I would have been so upset if I was Angle. But again, I'm getting off topic. Any last words before we get on with the next topic? Yeah, you made a great point. There's nothing yeah. wrong. There's nothing wrong going out like the way he no. did. And no. that was his last match. Yeah. Like Roman Reigns is the top guy right now. So, yes. All right. So, in an interview, next topic, Bret Hart talks about Triple H's legacy. And he basically says that if it wasn't for Vince McMahon, Triple H wouldn't be where he's at. And I just want your opinion because I'm not a big Triple H fan. What do you think? Do you think Brett has a point or do you think he worked his ass off? I mean, he is a great superstar. He main evented against really big stars like The Rock, like Mick Foley, like Stone Cold. So he got that rub. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame and he's doing really well with NXT. Yes, the ratings aren't as good as you want them to be. But stop me here. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's yes and no to me because... Yes, he's in the position he is because he married Stephanie and married into the McMahon family. Yeah. But it's not, he's just not taking the role and doing a bad job. You look at NXT. NXT was his idea. Like, that was – if Triple H ain't there, Vince yeah. ain't controlling NXT. Oh, hell no. Right. NXT is gold. Like, I mean yeah. – so you look at it both ways. Yes, he's there because he married Stephanie McMahon. But he's not there being a schlub and not doing anything. Exactly. He's doing good things, at least with NXT. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, I can't complain. Every Tuesday night now, NXT is phenomenal. I just can't wait the next week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Storylines. But yeah, that's the way I say yes and no. Yeah. He, he's there because Vince he married in, but he's doing a hell of a job. I'm not complaining about him. But I think his legacy at the end of the day will be more about the NXT brand than the Triple H brand itself. Agreed. Yeah. And I do appreciate the fact that he could get in there every WrestleMania and have a match, but is it really worth it now? He kind yeah. of transitioned 
and more focused in his role with NXT, his role behind the scenes. He's not forcing himself out there every WrestleMania. Like, okay, it's the biggest show. Triple H has got to be on the card. And I appreciate that. But like you said, like Brett, I mean, Brett's not wrong. If he doesn't marry, if he doesn't marry into the McMahon family, there is no CEO, Triple H. It's just not happening. Triple H, yes. He is great for business. He's best for business. NXT is not having a great year. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or something along those lines. Right, exactly. NXT's kind of got hurt without the crowd. Yeah. But the crowd feeds off NXT, but I'm not panicking about NXT. It looks yeah. like we got light at the end of the tunnel and NXT will be fine. Triple H will be fine. Bret yeah. Hart could shut his freaking mouth. So we're obviously going to preview and predict WrestleMania backlash. But before we get to that, I want to discuss the tweet from WWE on Fox. So this is what they tweeted. I don't know when it was, probably a couple weeks ago. But if you could change only one match outcome in all of WWE history, which match would it be? Sacco, you have the floor. I'm about to shock the world because everybody <laughs> knows everybody knows me as John Cena's super fan. But the one match that I'm going to go back to is Bray Wyatt and John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. There was just no Bray Wyatt was up and coming. The storyline was, inc- was incredible. The best storyline there was. And Cena beat him for what? I think that kind of put the, uh, Bray Wyatt into a tailspin the way he is today with the feed. He can't win a match. So that's one. If he wins that match, I think Bray Wyatt's career goes in a different road. And maybe we won't even have the Fiend and character changes like we do every two seconds of him. But uh, yeah, that's the one match I'm going with. Yeah. And your point is right on too. I mean, this is the first strikes of many strikes for Bray's career on creative and Vince. I just, I don't see what they were doing here. Uh, I would have said that match too, but I'm going to take this match. Booker T versus Triple H at WrestleMania 19. The whole angle was so good. And they made Booker T look so good. The promos on Raw every week before this match, leading up to this match, just made Booker T look amazing. And I, 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 again, like you, don't understand why Cena went over. And I don't understand why Triple H went over. What do you think? I mean. All right. (laughs) Make a great match. You're absolutely right. Similar to Cena and. Triple H, they were established, and you got Booker T, who yeah. could afford to win a lot more than Triple H, you know. And so many, this question's unbelievable because we can yeah. go on and on and on and on. Because you told me another one that I wait for you to say, and I actually do do love it. Yeah, well, I, I tell me, I forget. T- the Nexus in Cena. Oh, yeah. Team Cena versus Team, or yeah, Team Nexus at SummerSlam. Right. And uh, I mean, where was that group going after that? But that group was strong as hell during that feud. Yep. I mean, yep. they got they got Cena fired. Remember that storyline? Story that was another great storyline. And they chose the, I mean, I'm a Cena super fan. I like when Cena wins, but you know, yeah, there is times where I thought Cena should have took the fall and he didn't. Yeah. Well, another match I'll bring up. And I mean, we've seen this live CM Punk versus The Undertaker. At WrestleMania 29, I always thought, and I still think to this day, that Punk should have ended the streak before Brock. Brock didn't need it. This would have elevated uh, CM Punk's career. I mean, yes, he's at this point, he's already a Hall of Famer. 
but it would have been something else to put on his belt. You know, another notch on his career that he beat The Undertaker. And that kind of uh, character, you know, his heelish character, dude, that would have done wonders. Brock, the whole thing about Brock was it was such a surprise. And then afterwards, it did nothing for Brock. Brock is still a beast, you know? Even though Punk is a worthy Hall of Famer and, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, it would have done better things for CM Punk's career. I mean, we saw it live. It was a great match. What do you think? Phenomenal match. And CM Punk was the best heel in the business at that time. Yes. All out level. I mean, remember at Fan Access where he's taking questions, what color is your suits going to, what color your trunk's going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you'll understand when you'll see it. And it was the other tape, just trolling. It was purple, the troll, yeah. the Undertaker. And he stole Paul Bear's urine. That storyline yep. was great too. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, he did end up quitting. Maybe that changes his path a little bit. Yeah. But. Yes, and Brock Lesnar should have not broke the street. We all can agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's an outcome that we all can fix. Well, but, let's end the uh, segment on this this match. Bret Hart, HBK, Ooh. the Montreal Screwjob. Come on. I wanted a different outcome. I still want a different outcome. I know how big this was to the WWE and how much this changed the whole landscape of the WWE but it would have been cool to see Brett retain the title and then just, you know, walk out and say, you know, I'm leaving. Here you go. Instead, this whole thing came out of nowhere, took on a, a, its own life, honestly. And, you know, maybe HBK wouldn't be looked at as, you know, an asshole. You know, right. we still look at him that way. Yes, he's, he's on the right track, but I don't know, man. I know this is a big part of the WWE and its history, but I would have loved to see uh, Brett win in his hometown, walk out respectfully, because he's always been respectful to everyone. So let's end the segment here. What do you think? Yeah, because obviously we saw what they did with CM Punk and John Cena in Chicago. Yeah. That- very similar to this. I mean, I think they built no, it up. No, I wouldn't say that. They're similar, but you're right. I rather yeah. back to the screw job. I definitely <laughs> Bret Hart's got to win there, mm-hmm. whether we, whether he was leaving the company or not. Exactly. That he's got to go over there. And yep. I till this day think Vince regrets it, but he's not that kind of a guy to come out and say that. Because oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. All right, let's get into it, baby. Prediction time. <laughs> It's prediction time. WrestleMania backlash. Here we go. First time ever. It's always been called backlash. I kind of like it. I understand the whole concept. You know, there's backlash from WrestleMania. But uh, let's get into it. And let's start with the WWE Championship. So that is Bobby Lashley. Obviously, if you... uh, Listen to this podcast. You probably know he's the champion. He's going one-on-one with Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Sacco, what do you got here? Man, 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 man. Yeah. (laughs) Is it a clean win? Does Lashley win like that? I mean, they they made it a triple threat match for a reason, just like they made the triple threat match at WrestleMania 37 with DB and, you know, the story goes on, Roman and Edge. I mean, what did they have planned here? I don't... Obviously, in my opinion, and I guess it's not so obvious, but 
Lashley doesn't lose here. There's no way. I don't believe he is the champion for us. I don't think he's the people's champion. I think he's boring. I can go on and on, but I like what they're doing here, giving him an out. So I'm picking Bobby Lashley. What do you got? Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Lashley too. I mean, I was all, all for Drew at WrestleMania to recapture yeah. the belt and he didn't do it then. So why do it now? But adding Braun Strowman, I don't yeah. know, maybe just to give Braun Strowman some exposure here. Yeah. I don't know where they're going with that, but I do think Lashley goes over by pinning Braun Strowman. Drew wow. still Drew's, yeah. Drew still looks all right. Don't know where Drew's going from that. It's yeah. interesting. Me either, man. I don't know what he's up to. I mean, the whole thing with him and Randy, how that ended, I was so confused because, I mean, yeah, we've seen three or four different matches with them competing, but that was such a good rivalry, and it's still one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah, uh, Lashley's definitely winning. I don't see a big title change here at this point. No. And... Like you said, Lashley is boring. I love I love Drew's reign. Yeah, I don't. I think it should have still still been going. But exactly, yep. Raw, Raw's lacking people too, man. Raw's just yeah. Bad right well, the now. whole thing here too is MVP was so powerful when he was the manager of the Hurt Business. You know, with Alexander, with Shelton Benjamin, and with Bobby Lashley. Now, him being the manager just for Bobby Lashley. I don't know. There's not that oomph, you know, there's not that, that power that he had before with, you know, the hurt business at the end of the day, I think it just lacks something. It lacks creativity, creativity. It lacks something in the storyline, similar to the Bianca and Sasha storyline. It's a, it's a big match. It's going to be probably a really good match because of the competitors. I mean, it is entertainment, right? Like I, I do want to see some sort of entertainment aspect of this match. The storyline sucks. So we're both going with Lashley there. That was pretty easy. Let's get into the next main event. This is probably going to be the main event because it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns going one-on-one with Cesaro for the Universal Championship. I'll just be quick with it. Roman's going over. This is just, you know, to give Cesaro that spotlight. In my opinion, I don't think Cesaro has much more to offer. He's great in the ring. He's awful on the mic. I mean, Roman Reigns and the Jey Uso, the Jimmy Uso, the whole that whole family, that whole feud, that whole storyline is so hot right now. There's no chance in hell, right? No, you're, you're right. I'm just curious at all this. I mean, I like Cesaro. He's getting the exposure. He's getting the rub. Mm-hmm. You saw Daniel Bryan get the triple threat match, then he got another match. Yeah. Where the fuck is Edge? Yeah. Like and it, and you even brought it up a couple times. Edge really said on live TV that he's going to be here every week, week in and week out. And brother, I haven't seen you, and that's disappointing because we don't want him to be a Brock Lesnar. We don't want him to be, you know, Cena, where he comes in every other year or every two years. It's just it's sad to see, but we're getting off topic. Cesaro, he had a great match at WrestleMania with uh, Seth Rollins but he's just not a main eventer. And that's not a bad thing. You know, Cesaro's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's how good his career is. He's won some titles, but he's never going to win that title. There's no chance in hell in the foreseeable future that Cesaro is a champion because Roman Reigns, he's that damn good. What do you got here? Yeah, Yeah, Roman's winning. Yeah, no doubt about that. And I want it to be a clean finish. And And I wouldn't even care if it's a 10-second match, you know? 
No, I that's where I do care. I think I think Cesaro okay, makes us, yeah. I think Cesaro makes us a good wrestling match. Yeah, he shows good because I don't I don't know. He's definitely not going to be put back in the title picture right away. No way. No, he won't. He's going to lose, but there's going to be a good showing. I, I think yeah. he could go down the inner. He he needs a belt. I think Cesaro needs a mid card. But he needs a manager. He needs something. Sure. When it's, you know, the opening of SmackDown and it's, you know, Roman Reigns and Cesaro talking for those 15 minutes, he can't compete on the mic. He can't step up to Roman Reigns. Even though Roman Reigns isn't a great promo, he can't compete with uh, Roman Reigns or anyone on the mic. And it's, you know, that's where there's an issue with Vince. Vince sees that I can't make this guy my champion. But then again, look at Bobby Lashley, you know, <laughs> he's a champion, but then again, MVP is helped him, but we're getting off track let me, here. Let me ask you this though. Let me hear it. Cause you're talking about, he can't speak on the mic and Roman, yeah. Roman's a lot better than the mic. And Paul Heyman would be more useful with a guy like Cesaro than he yeah. is with Roman Reigns. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Roman Reigns needs a Paul no. Heyman guy. Cause no. he just, he just sits back and yeah, he says, it's like, it's, it's just, you know, it's caveat. It's just oh, right. that right. one little, cherry on top to add to the you know but, but when do you yes. see roman dropping the belt if not here like it's yeah again it's we're getting off with... topic this could be another segment yeah that's true I, okay I, I don't i don't roman know. wins yeah <laughs> roman I, wins. <laughs> yeah I, I honestly don't know man like i would have to think about that and see who's up next i said it a couple episodes ago and i i guess i'll stick with it big e i'm right? gonna uh, i'm gonna um kind of go with what our, our co-host used to say. I'll give him props on this because I'm not trying to steal it because they had a backstage interview when he lost to Cesaro. Seth Rollins is going to factor in this picture pretty soon. Yeah, it would make sense. And uh, I think this is maybe that how it ends, but I yeah. don't know. Let's continue the predictions. My predictions: Roman's winning and <laughs> trying to stay on track here. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the next match is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, going one-on-one with Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic. They've had so many matches, and every time when it's meant something, Rey and Dominic lost. I'm taking the son and the father. God damn, that would be such a good victory for a pay-per-view that means absolutely nothing. (laughs) What do you got here, Sacco? Don't let me down. Come on. Uh, I am going to let you down because I love Bobby Roode and Dominic. So do I, man. I I agree with uh, you, but uh, what's your reasoning? Not this pay per view. I think I. I. I mean, it's yes, got to happen, right? This pay per view it just is pretty bad. You're right, but I mean, Rude and Ziggler's chemistry right now is so good. How much yeah. longer? I do think the Ray captures the titles of the Sun and then yeah. ride off into the sunset soon after. I don't know how much longer Ray can do this. Yeah. But, yep. uh, but for for the show's sake and for my predictions, I'm still sticking. They, they will capture the titles, but not this pay-per-view. I got Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, but it would be so cool because I think it's the first time ever that a father-son tag team right. were, uh, yeah. win the championship. So that's something that you can put on the, uh, you know, the card and say, you know, this, this could happen. So I know, I understand why it's a, it's a really good selling point if you're not a casual fan, but God damn what I love to see this man, father, son and Ray Mysterio. I feel like that is the only reason why he's, you know, still wrestling. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's, he's going through the motions. I mean, he's not, yeah, the same yeah. Ray. he's there for his son in the long run, yep. but Prediction wise, not this pay per view. They'll they'll get it. 
I, I would love them to do it at SummerSlam, but I mean, the tag team division sucks right now, and yeah. Rude and Ziggler have been a little bit of a bright spot. I'm not ready to call it on them yet. Yeah, and that's a really good point that you made. I mean, I don't think Rey Mysterio and Dominic would help the the tag team division. I don't think they could carry the tag team division. Yeah, it's a great moment, kind of like the Rhodes winning, you know, Cody and Dustin. That was a great moment. But at the end of the day, father, son, they got to go over. So I'm picking, I'm sticking with Dominic and I'm sticking with Ray Ray. Yeah, and I'm sticking with uh, Rude and Ziggler. So All right. what, what So the, the next triple threat match of the, of the night is for the Raw Women's Championship. And uh, I don't know where they're going with this, man, to be honest. So it's Asuka, Charlotte Flair and your champion, Rhea Ripley. Uh, In my opinion, and we've talked about this countless times, I love Rhea Ripley. I really do. I love the way she looks. I I love the way that she's different. I love the way that she acts. She's good on the mic, but I don't think she is ready. I don't think what the WWE did for Rhea Ripley was helpful. Obviously, she shouldn't have lost against Flair, and then she shouldn't have went back down the NXT. I'm going to pick the the, the champion, Rhea Ripley. I, I think she retains. Yeah, I mean, God damn it, this division misses Becky, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Holy shit. And then you saw on Raw, you, okay, you throw Charlotte in there. Maybe Charlotte gets a tough, you know, Rhea yeah. failed. But then you saw Alexa Bliss come out. And that's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Le- that's leading to a feud. Oscar yep. had her reign. Rhea Ripley goes over here, and I think she'll get the ball rolling a little bit here, pick up a victory, and she's going to become more entertaining, better champion, and not disappoint you, Deeds, because yeah, yeah. Becky soon, she's coming back soon, and, and the women's division will be back. I mean, Ronda's pregnant now, so that fucking yeah. sucks. But, yeah, but I'm picking Ray Ripley, and uh, I see Ray Ripley. Uh, Charlotte maybe might take the pin. nah. Oscar takes the pin. Oscar takes the pin. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot do that. Come on, you know better than that. But I can see uh, Alexa. She gets you know sidetracked by Alexa yeah. in a roll in a roll up. You know, it's not gonna hurt. You know what? Charlotte. I actually take that back. Oh, Charlotte, here you go. Charlotte being a a heel, I think she could take the pin there. Yeah, I don't right. think that would hurt her at all. No, it won't hurt at all. And I don't think, right? Oscar needs. I don't know what Oscar needs. Yeah. Oscar needs. Oscar needs time off. I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best thing. But, but Ripley, Ripley's gonna win here. Yeah, but uh, what I do like is the whole Sonya thing with with Charlotte Flair. I know I she's kind of like that. she's like the assistant GM or, or whatever for uh for Adam Pierce, but I I just see her getting back in the ring soon. And she's smoking hot. I would love to see her go one-on-one with Flair or tag with Flair. I mean, something along those lines, right? Like, right. She, I've, she's I've, good, dude. She's good. She's not like Eva. She's not like Mandy. She's actually good in the ring. Eva, at least story for another day. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I totally forgot about that storyline. Hell, so he yeah. jumped out of Pierce and brought Charlotte back. Yep, and got actually got her into this match. It wasn't for Sonya. Charlotte wouldn't be here. And that's yeah. not, I, I'm still sticking Ripley wins. We're going off topic again, but yeah, the the, the women's division needs a spark. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Rhea Ripley here. I don't like her as a champion, but at the end of the day, you, she can't lose. I mean, it's it's a pointless pay per view. You know, this is not a pay per view that you lose the title on. Yes, the pay per view could see you know Dominic and Ray win, but for your champion, like the champion on you know, raw, you, you can't have that happen. Let's get on with the next match. This is interesting. 
I, I don't know where you lie on this, but I'm going with Priest. It's Damian Priest going one-on-one with The Miz. Everybody thinks The Miz is going to get a cheap win here, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think that would hinder Priest's career. I understand that he had a great you know match with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. I just see Morrison interfering and uh, helping Priest and then seeing The Miz and Morrison you know, go one-on-one, have a nice little feud. Who do you got here? Yeah, before I saw this Monday Night Raw this week, before I watched it, yeah, I, I was thinking uh, Miz is going to get the roll-up win or something because yeah. this feud's going to continue. Yeah, and, and then obviously I saw this past Monday Night Raw, Morrison versus Priest, and Miz kind of calls Morrison the yeah. match. So they're kind of showing, you know, throwing shade at you that they're going to split, and there's yeah. going to be a, there's going to be a feud. So I think this feud ends with Priest rolling the Miz. Yeah, but could Miz win here? Like, would that really affect Priest's career? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. But why would they do that? That's what I'm thinking, because I'm I'm still 50-50 here, but I'm going with Priest, but I'm just thinking, you know, the Miz could win here, and uh, I'm more Morrison. 70, yeah, let me hear it. What yeah, do you I'm more 75-25. I'm more than 50-50. Because uh, I understand what you're saying. If, yeah. if, the, if the, Miz, the Miz is not bad, bro. Like, the Miz yeah. is – he was just champion. So, if you lose – yeah. I mean, but it like you told me in the text message, how far do you see this feud going? And that's yeah. where it comes that's where it comes down to you. If you see this feud going on, the Miz wins. Yeah. Yep. And that's what that's what it comes down to this match. But Priest can't get hurt either way. If he loses, no. he loses, he's not gonna get hurt. Yeah. It could go either way, but I, I hope Damian wins here. Let's get on with the next match. It is for the SmackDown women's championship. It's Bailey, your girl, going one on one with the champion, Bianca Belair. Hello, ding dong. They're not taking the title off of no <laughs> Belair this soon. It's a great few first feud for her though, because Bailey has been doing incredible work since you know since this yeah, shit yeah. happened, and she was the longest rating, and she's in her career right now where she doesn't need the belt. She can put people, yeah. like give her people the rub. So yep. I, I I like the I like the feud, but. It's really nothing to talk about here. Bianca yeah. goes over. But, but wouldn't you think they would have a rematch, you know, Sasha and Belair? But they're just going, you know, next pay-per-view. It's going to be Bailey and Belair. I get the whole rub thing. I understand that. And I think it's really good that Bianca's going to beat Bailey and Sasha back-to-back, you know. But I just, again, lackluster. Something's missing here. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned like Edge. Edge didn't get a rematch. Or he disappeared. Sasha's kind of the same thing. Yeah. She's disappeared too. I think we see the rematch at SummerSlam between Bel Air and Banks. Yeah, but do you? It, it, let's just look at it. You know, both sides of the of the story here. Bailey, she there's no way she wins, right? This zero, is like, zero percent. This is like Roman wins. Reigns and Cesaro. There's no way Cesaro wins. Correct, but, but Bailey doesn't need to rub. A loss is not going to hurt her. She no. can get she can get squashed, and Bailey's going to be all right. She'll be always yeah. be okay in my book. So let's get off topic for a second. Um, Bailey, what what's next for her? Because I don't see this being an every you know pay per view thing for her. Giving somebody a rub. Obviously, she's the longest reigning SmackDown champion. Does she ever get that title back in maybe the next three or four years? I mean, what's next for her? Because being, you know, the longest, you know, reigning women's champion, it's tough to to do something after that, you know, yeah, make man. more magic. 
Right. Besides marrying me, that's next and her, but <laughs> she is my girl. But what's next? Right. I mean, you're you're there, right. The, She's... the draft is there a shakeup? Does she go to Raw? I mean, there needs to be something because you can't just have her, you know, losing to Bianca Belair this pay per view and then losing to the champion the next pay per view. I mean, she is a bona fide star. She needs to be in the spotlight. She's great on the mic. She's absolutely beautiful. I mean, I, she can't be mid-carder for long, you know? Right. And, I mean, that's the same thing we talked about Oscar. We said Oscar needs a break. Yeah. And, you know, she's kind of gone. And I think, yeah, you, a brain split will help. Definitely yeah. would help. And you're right. You just can't have her lose to Bianca and then disappear. Like, she wasn't even involved at WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's tough because yeah. there's just the women's division without Becky's is so bad. Yeah, and it was supposed to three. It was supposed to be the the four horsewomen versus you know Ronda and her girls. That never yeah. happened. That never happened. I mean, what's next? I do think she needs to go find a new home on Raw after this. Yeah. That's what that'd be my. It's just the division. The women's division needs to be shake, shaken up sooner. Or later. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably a couple more matches on the card. We don't know that yet. You're thinking maybe Big E. You would think something along the lines of Sheamus and Correo, but Correo got hurt. So, I mean, we don't know, but we wanted to predict and preview the matches. So we appreciate it. Sacco, again, this has been awesome. We've had a, you know, a little bit of a break. We're back. We're better than ever. We had two bachelor parties, you know, our buddies and then my bachelor party. And uh, we had the idea. We had the idea. Okay. Stop Stop laughing. We had the idea of recording an episode in Ocean City, Maryland, but uh didn't happen. Yeah, our fans wanted it, but yeah. I mean but we team, couldn't perform. We could not perform. If no. we did, if we did, it would it sounded like a bunch yeah. of jalop. But we wanted to quiz them because they're not wrestling fans. It would have been pretty cool. Maybe we'll still yeah, do yeah. that down the line, like name some tag teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you're right, though. It just it wouldn't have been the same. We wouldn't have had a legit conversation. It would have been, you know, everybody jumping in. It was a we great time, though. Yeah. It was a great time. We appreciate you guys patiently waiting for us. I know it's been a few weeks, so we'll be back. We're getting back on the schedule here. We have no more bachelor parties. Sacco has a new uh, new hours coming soon, so the work schedule will be a little bit easier for us to record. So, again, we appreciate all the support. You know what to do. Follow us on Twitter at the UW pod and Instagram at UW podcast. Peace. Dive into it, baby. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.